Influence, the global podcast that shines a spotlight on the influencer marketing industry. Welcome to Influence, the global podcast that shines a spotlight on the influencer marketing industry. In this edition, I'll be having a chat with Jess Markwood, who's the content and strategy director for The Fifth, an influencer marketing agency recently launched out of News UK. So Jess has over 12 years experience in the space, having worked in a variety of capacities from creator to brand and to agency. Her career started in content as she became editorial director of a group of some of the first known fashion and beauty blogs, including Cat Week Queen and OsoU.com. She then went on to work brand side at Dorothy Perkins and then to Glam Media, the first global network of influencers. Following that, she launched Evolve's influencer marketing agency, The Studio London, before joining The Fifth at the beginning of this year. As we record this, the nation is in the grip of lockdown status and the coronavirus outbreak, and I wanted to ask Jess's view on the impact this is having on the influencer community and how brands need to be very mindful of posting responsible content. Obviously, there's been a huge wave of content from from talent at the moment, um, lots of which people are posting some really like responsible content and really um, using their platforms as an opportunity to spread awareness of public campaigns that are going on and really just use their influence for, for good, essentially. Quite recently, we were in touch with the WHO via WPP. Um, they've been in touch with a number of agencies similar to ours regarding a big campaign that they're doing sort of nationwide with, in fact, global, with a whole load of, of different talent and influencers, just trying to get everyone to use their platform to encourage everyone to, to teach people about sort of washing their hands and what the, the right approach for that is. The, uh, the sort of challenge that's going around amongst all of the talent is called hashtag safe hands. Just this morning, actually, we were on the phone to David Seaman. He's got involved just this, this afternoon. He's posted his video. We've had like n- numerous talent all said that, you know, they jumped on it straight away and, and sort of asked, reached out to us asking how they can help and get involved. And I think that is the perfect example of how, you know, collectively, really this this industry has mm. the power genuinely to influence the world here mm, absolutely um, and obviously we're in a situation where we don't we don't know where where this is going um and we we don't know how long it could be for there are so many different sort of angles to be taken and i think lots and lots of people are really rising to the challenge of making sure that they they use their platform as a way of sort of spreading positive messages. I mean, one thing I thought is quite interesting is traditional mainstream government public campaigns have not used influencers, have they? From from my knowledge, unless you know otherwise. Um, so this is this is quite a, an interesting move because what they clearly want to do is get the whole population behind it, and and you know particularly younger people that had that perhaps aren't traditionally looking at television but are looking at, at, at YouTube and, and Instagram and stuff like that. So when they see some of their, you know, their, their heroes or the people that they most admire are getting involved, I think it resonates really well. Yeah, precisely. And I mean, one thing I've seen, I had loads of them sort of doing the rounds yesterday just amongst my friendship group, not even like the uh, 
you know, my, my colleagues, but there's um, there's lots and lots of footballers sharing this sort of stair shuffle challenge. Right. I haven't even seen that yet. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's sort of, uh, you know, the shuffle dance that was sort of popular like last year. Mm. Everyone's sort of doing that dance and going up and down staircases and things. It's just a way of sort of promoting the fact, you know, like what footballers are doing while staying at home. And once they've they've kind of done it, they then pass on the challenge to you know, get someone else to take part. I just think things like that, it's just a way of sort of showing uh, right now that the safest thing for for everyone, you know, for the whole population is to stay at home and, you know, treat, you know, consider the, the sort of your our older sort of relatives you know people who potentially are a little more vulnerable here i think it's also interesting to see the uh, the, the main celebrities like tom hanks and idris elba as well getting involved because they both have had the virus haven't they so that you're getting first-hand experience yeah i mean they've done a fantastic job of sort of driving awareness of this around the fact that you know, idris for example he was saying you know like I've tested positive. I was showing literally no symptoms. And him sort of sharing that and, and sharing sort of a fairly regular, almost daily diary with everyone, telling everyone, look, I'm self-isolating. This is really important. I was showing no symptoms. You could be the same, although we're not testing at the moment. You know, you could be in the same situation. So rather than take any risks and, you know, help spread this virus further, then instead just, just stay at home and, and sort of do your thing. Mm. I think people like that tom hanks as well sharing his sort of regular updates it's really made a lot of people sort of sit up and, and listen and take it a bit more seriously and, and do you think this is going to create more brand new content creators amongst a much wider part of the population because they're they're almost being forced to stay at home some of which may be bored and uh, you know they're, they're going to look for new ways to engage and because there is a real hunger uh, on the internet for news and content it's going to create more of it so do you, do you think it's going to we're going to see more content creators? So I think it's that's an interesting question because of course it it depends on the subject matter. So I mean there's lots more people at home, you know, doing sort of things at home. I think TikTok is obviously seeing huge growth in Indeed. any case. Indeed. Um but lots and lots of TikTok content is people doing challenges at home, sort of quick dance moves and sort of, you know, sort of silly challenges and now people have plenty of time on their hands to try and really perfect those challenges. So mm, mm. I do think that there is time for talent to be creating more content in that respect. A couple of things we've seen is um you know, some of the food talent that we work with, they've started creating sort of daily cook with me type video content uh, where they're sharing examples of products that they might have found at the back of their store cupboard um, and sort of, you know, sharing recipes of like how to cook with them. I also noticed uh, Joe Wicks on the uh, one show the other the other night and he's, he's now doing uh, um, free home workout videos and stuff, isn't he? Yeah, I'm really impressed with this, actually. I think he's taking his sort of responsibility really seriously. And obviously, with the schools being out, kids not having, you know, being really confused, certainly the younger ones around sort of, you know, what's going on, trying to sort of set up something that creates a bit of routine, and a bit of normality. He's posting daily Monday to Friday live YouTube videos from nine o'clock in the morning, mm. um, which is just a, you know, sort of half an hour, I think it is, PE lesson for kids. And it's a great idea. It's just... An example of how, you know, Joe often posts content, you know, his workouts are often in gyms and things like that, but him sort of posting them in sort of different settings, encouraging people to, um, you know, sort of log on and, and he's using his his influence and his, his audience in a, in a way to teach people something responsible is, yeah. is great. I think there's also a sense of, of give back and support one another, isn't there? And uh, I think there are, I've seen some 
some images that have not been so good where people uh, uh, where it's been where it's almost shaming like the toilet roll the toilet roll videos where in uh, shops that are in independence and they've they've put the price up significantly so uh, there, there there are examples of where people have tried to uh, as i say profiteer um through through di- this difficult climate and that's been sort of called out um i noticed that uh, you and i were talking about um uh, a well-known military man turned celebrity uh you know telling people to carry on uh, yeah yeah i don't want to mention any names but um i'm sure many people will have spotted it and will know who i'm talking about very very sort of well known very well respected and has huge influence over a lot of people um and a lot of young people as well like young guys he's tell he you know he's creating video content telling people to still shake their hands um, he's still hugging fans. He's going out and carrying on as normal. Mm. He's, he's sort of tried to change his tact slightly now and talk about um, you know the mental health aspects of this, which of course I'm fully aware there are there are many and there's mm. lots of other talent who are posting some really great mental health awareness content. And of course this is a, in some ways I don't want to use the word opportunity really, but it is in a way an opportunity to really help destigmatize mental health issues. Like mm. I found. Almost daily, we have a, um, a sort of a, a team 22 hands um, conference call every morning. One of the first questions we ask is like, how's everyone doing? Are you OK? People are, you know, they're not they don't feel the need to, you know, to sort of hide if they're not feeling very good. Like just mm. this morning, you know, I said, you know, last night, actually, I was struggling really badly with it and had a bit of a cry over this. And, mm. you know, I'm feeling better now. But, mm. yeah, I'm it's i just i'm finding the you know the aspect of yeah people hoarding toilet rolls um mm. you know the elderly the vulnerable i'm finding that quite tough to, mm. to cope with myself so I, I think that's really interesting for you to say that and for, for what it's worth i too um at the beginning of this week had a had a bit of a moment um where i was you know just let it all you know and i think i think it's worse when you are living and working on your own and, and you've got the pressures of work well, I say it's, it can be. There could be different pressures, can't there? Of course, when 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 you've got suddenly you've got children around you that weren't there, and you it's difficult to then focus, or you've got elderly relatives. I guess there's pressures in all in all sorts of different environments. But when you when you've got nobody to share a problem with, it can seem. And you look at all of the news, which is really some of the stories you you might hear once a year, and we're getting them on a daily basis, and it's quite challenging to compute when you start to see whole industries affected by this um, and there's a lot of uh, creators of course that work on their own and that would never have have never have seen something like this in their in their lifetime I mean many of us none of us have anyway but I think it's I think when you've got a lot more experience to cope with life it sometimes can be easier how are you helping your talent cope with when particularly when maybe I don't know contracts are, are postponed uh, photo shoots cancelled how are you helping them yeah it's a great question um to us it's it's really important so the the mental health and the way well-being of the talent we work with whether it's the ones we represent exclusively or the ones we have sort of close working relationships with has always been and remains but really really important to us so we're checking in with them regularly we're doing our like you know we really recognize that this industry is an industry built on thousands of small businesses, sole mm. traders and freelancers. And that's the influencers themselves, but also many people behind the scenes, you know, like people who work in production and photography and um, even illustrators and people like that, graphic designers, web mm. designers, all of these people who are sort of employed by this industry. 
are most of them are you know sole traders essentially so we are doing our very best to look after them keep communicating with them on a regular basis but also from a, a financial point of view we're working incredibly hard with our clients to ensure that we avoid cancelling any campaigns. Um, so far, we've actually had no cancellations at all, so which has been great. And, and to be honest with you, we were kind of expecting a few to sort of get cancelled. But actually, instead, we've managed to you know, work with the talent and, and our clients to adapt the content so that it's... Um, you know kind of sensitive and relevant to what's going on of course in some cases we've had stuff postponed mm. um, and we've pushed back live dates but even in those cases we're being like incredibly mindful of how that affects the talent and communicating with them where we can and where you know contracts permit us to in terms of you know where we're at with with the clients themselves being able to pay talent you know 50 percent of their fees up front so it's kind of things like that, that that we're doing as initiatives to try and just stay on top of it and support them. I mean, I was talking to somebody earlier today and I was saying this is probably one of the biggest social experiments in the world, isn't it? I mean, people are going to be talking about this forever and a day. And I, I really hope something amazingly positive does come out of it in the sense that, you know, the hashtag be kind or something along the lines of we have a a different type of respect for our fellow human being. Entirely. I mean, I think something that has been sort of overwhelming for me has been the experiencing how the communities come together and how, you know, we are in a situation right now where the country was pretty divided before this happened. Mm, indeed. Um, and in some ways, you know, we needed something to sort of bring us all back together and remind us of what's important. And, you know, some people are saying, you know, the world's never going to look the same again. Mm. Um, I agree and with I you. think yeah. I think that there's serious truth in that. We, you know, we, we don't know how long this is going to go on for. Um, we don't know the impact mentally around like, how this is going to affect us long term. We genuinely don't know how many people it's going to physically affect yet. So I think the what has come out of it so far that I'm seeing and I think we'll continue to see is this sort of real sense of community spirit, whether that's on like a very local level. I, for example, you know, I'm sending out letters to all of my neighbours at the moment and I've ended up with a, a group of about 50 um, people in our community and wow. we're all WhatsApping each other and we're all mobilised for as and when people call and, and need support. It, it, um, it's, it's a bit like the Blitz, isn't it? I was speaking to my dad about this the other day and, and he's... Um, he, he's 84 and he's quite um, reticent you know and he's he hasn't he's not in perfect health to be honest so he's probably an at-risk individual but he said to me only the other day this is you know when you've had bombs going around you left right and center and you didn't know whether or not you know your house was going to be next this is tame by comparison um so i think we can actually learn a lot from our elders about how to experience challenging times and I, I do think it will be better people from it as long as we don't take casualties along the way you know particularly when it comes to mental health you know there will be people financially absolutely suffering from what's happened and I know that we've all got to try and support each other. In fact, I was speaking to my sister only earlier today, and she was saying that in her area, a lot of the uh, restaurateurs in the area have gotten together to try and share help and experience. So this this whole sense of, of sharing and supporting one another, I think, is a, is, is a very important point. And I, I do hope the, uh, there'll be lots more groups that come out of this. And I think that we can we can relate that back to, you know, the, the online community as well. So I've certainly seen you know talent really supporting one another and, mm. and kind of 
like looking after each other there's so many cases of you know kind of talent checking in on one another and asking if they're okay you know while posting all of this you know positive content to try and sort of take our minds off um, all of the, the news right now there's been some other wonderful cases of um, examples of how talent are adapting to change the scummy mummies this evening they're two comedians they have a podcast but they also do a, st- a live sort of stand-up comedy show which is oh, absolutely right. hilarious it's so good I, I highly recommend it they would normally be on tour at this time but instead they're going to be posting a um a scummy night in which will be posted on sort of instagram live all of their fans can kind of tune in and, and sort of watch their comedy show live which i think is a brilliant idea yeah yeah um, yeah well, I think I think it's just generally it's, it's the music industry, of course, has has had to adapt as well, and there there are now artists that are coming out on 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 video, YouTube, and stuff like that, aren't they? And uh, uh, and and getting tasters for for their work because they've they've all been uh, hampered by this. So, um, have you noticed any sort of uh, different types of video content? TikTok, of course, is a great platform, but have you noticed some being quite inventive in the way that they present stuff? Um. Um, yeah, so I mean, the fashion and travel influencers are, are a, a classic example here. Like how fashion and travel are two industries that sort of are, you know, embedded in going going out and being in various different exotic locations and doing like photo shoots all over the place. Uh, I've noticed quite a few people are starting to post sort of Instagram versus reality style posts, you know, where they post a, a picture harking back to a holiday that they went on earlier in the year perhaps and then versus a reality and a you know, second image on the carousel of them sitting at home in their pajamas and you know sort of again just pushing that positive message of it's important to stay at home right now mm, that's a good idea yeah 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 in fact you and i were talking about should we uh, create some backdrops so that uh, it looks like they're still in bali or they're still in um australia even though it's in their home you know it, it, yeah. it, it, i suppose you'd, you'd lose the authenticity there though wouldn't you really yeah i suppose you lose the authenticity but then i suppose you can you can turn it on its head and make it quite funny so maybe you have like a you know a backdrop of bora bora but then in the foreground just sort of sitting there drinking a cup of tea Mm. so moving forward then uh five six months on where do you think the influencer marketing industry i mean i've seen some some reports suggesting it's going to be close to to 15 billion dollars globally now and it's had a huge increase um, it could be this could be a good good time for more people to consider influencer marketing that perhaps hadn't before, um, given that we're now exposed to a lot more online uh, trade. Where do you see the um, you know latter part of this year and early next as 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 uh, opportunities for, for for influencers, brands, and agencies? Yeah, I mean that is the um, the sort of crystal ball question right now, isn't it? I think the the truth is. You can argue the point that, of course, brands, you know, need to adapt their messaging um, to support their customers and they still need to get those messages out there. And, of course, in the home advertising is really the the only vehicle to do that right now. Social media is seeing an obvious increase. Influencers, like lots of them, they're sort of seeing a sort of rise in their following. So you can argue that this is they, they become, you know, an ideal vehicle for, for sort of marketing channels and for brands to get their messages out there in a sort of truly authentic and engaging way. Where is the industry going to be in 
six to 12 months time. I would imagine it's it's not going to be going anywhere anytime soon. As I say, I think brands will be adapting their messages. Perhaps some brands will sort of push anything that involves an event or any kind of travel content. I imagine that will, of course, slow down. But then as we start to come out the other side of this, we'll start to see an elevation of that again. I've also seen some some big brands doing some you know, some really good things and driving some really positive messages. Like I saw um, Pret-a-Manger are doing a free coffee at any time for any NHS staff who just show your badge and then 50% off any of their food. I think things like that, it's just big brands that can afford to do it. It's a great message to get out there and of mm. course loads of people mm. are sharing that. Let's not realise that these, some of these organisations are themselves suffering. I mean, you, you say a big brand. I mean, a lot of if we've got this lockdown, you know, people aren't going to be going into their coffee shops, so they would be damaged too. And so I think it, it, uh, it resonates really well when people know that brands are being affected yet they're still able to do uh, gestures like this yeah precisely yeah i mean like that they're not going to be receiving much trade anytime soon i haven't seen them sort of you know adapting their model to um, start sort of doing home deliveries or anything like that so mm. i think they've been pretty self-reflective but at the same time you know showing that you know they they've they obviously make big profits they can afford to support the the people that matter right now so yeah i think that that's something that they've done that's really really good i think also while we're on the subject of sort of coffee shops and restaurants and things like that of course that that trade you know hospitality trade is, is struggling a lot right now mm. i have noticed quite a few influences i saw m sheldon posting on her social media and on her twitter the other day saying um you know, sort of ideas of ways to support small local businesses to you. That's great. You go out and, yeah. and buy some stuff now. Buy some, you know, gift vouchers for your local business mm. um, to, you know, sort of pay it forward if you like. I do think we are going to bounce back. I, I really believe it, and I think it will be a, a, a concerted. We all get together. That's what I'm really trying to say. Really, more than anything else, to support all of these businesses because I think we all know that it's it's had a it's had a dr- dramatic effect on the people working in them. Uh, as much as anything else oh yeah uh, yeah completely i think mm. we i think what we will see a huge surge of kind of positivity and support the moment we come out the other side of this and mm. i'm already discussing the street parties with our neighbors so. oh really that sounds brilliant <laughs> on, something to look forward to on that note uh, thank you very much uh, jess markwood uh, from the fifth for joining us today thank you Influence, the global podcast that shines a spotlight on the influencer marketing industry. So that's it for this edition of Influence. I hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget to keep an eye on the BCMA website for all the latest influencer marketing news. But for now, until next time, from me, Gordon Glenister, thanks for listening and goodbye.